0: All right, everybody. A little behind the scenes of the Yeah We Know podcast. Rod and I recorded everything done, sitting down to edit, and the WWE might be sold to Saudi Arabia. So Rod and I don't talk about it. Uh, We will definitely, at the end of this week for sure, have a wrap-up as soon as we figure out some more details about the huge news in WWE. But we still had some more big news. Vince McMahon is back. Stephanie McMahon is gone. And yeah, we know. Welcome to the Yeah We Know Podcast, part of the More You Knows Podcast Network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod.
1: Rod, what are you hot about tonight? Man, there's a whole lot of ways (laughs) I could go, but we might as well just start with, uh, let's get it out of the way right off the top here, Jim. I'm pretty hot about what in the world Vince K. McMahon return to the WWE is really going to mean here, because I thought nothing, and then now we just received word shortly before we started taping. Stephanie McMahon is not only leaving of absence again, she's resigning. Yeah, uh, that's
0: amazing. So we got word last week that Vince McMahon said he's coming back because he's not going to say they can sell to anybody or do any media rights deal without his authorization, okay? And he does hold all the stock, so he can do that. Uh, He's now chairman of the board again, though, because everyone who really wanted to get him out is gone. And Stephanie, who, let's be honest, she wanted to get out months and months ago she did get out for two weeks they leaked some stuff that was pretty bad about her but then she came back when Vince got in trouble I don't know what does this say about what does this say about the relationship between Vince and Steph though I
1: that's my question and we don't know we're not there yeah certainly not but my guess right is my my 10 second just like view from afar dime store psychologist type deal here right is that maybe Stephanie's got her idea on who she thinks it's best to sell for the WWE in the word in the guise of Triple H, right? She's probably got her thoughts that she wants to do that Hunter tells her is best. And we're going to have to get to Hunter here at some point because how do you keep working for your father-in-law if possibly he just forced your wife out? So, I mean, there's just so much up in the air here. But that would be my first guess is that Stephanie maybe would want to go a different direction than Vince in the sale. And he said, I'll show you. (laughs) You're not going to be here anymore. So the stock is up uh, for the
0: past couple of uh, couple of weeks here since the news, and it really does look like they're they're trying to sell. And to me, it makes sense if I am any group, uh, if I am a content holder. So if I'm NBC Universal, uh, if I'm Warner's Warner Brother, anybody like that, I'd rather pay the seven billion now and own everything than to pay six, seven hundred million dollars a
1: year, maybe even more. For the content rights you know what I mean I think that's definitely something at play Here right because in the world where Content is king and you've got to have a reason For your streaming service To get the eyes out there to get the people To want to continue to resubscribe to it The WWE is churning out more Original content and sports In quotations than anybody else So but I wonder In that can those (coughs) Excuse me I'm all choked up about Vince coming back Yeah you are it's crazy In that scenario, the cash up front, right? I mean, can these corporations that are publicly traded themselves, which got Vince into trouble before, the reason he had to leave, right? Can they get past their board, so to speak? Hey, we're buying the WWE. I don't know. I just don't know if we live in a world where the Fox Corporation, the NBC Universal, Comcast Corporation, right? Like, I'll even endeavor even though they're in yeah. bed with the UFC, right? I just don't know if anybody wants to come out in 2023 and be like, hey, we're putting our arms around Vince McMahon so much so that we're buying this company from him and we have absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. I don't know. That's a tough sell to me, Jim. Well, but I think, though, the tough sell would be keeping him on then.
0: You know, if they buy they can buy it from him and say, hey, thank you very much, goodbye, take your, take your billions and billions and leave. Or are they going to buy it go private, and then make him in charge again under sal- under under a salary, have him run it, kind of like they did with Dana White, a little different where Dana White wasn't the sole owner, but Dana White got paid when Endeavor bought it, and they kept him on, and they're keeping him on now. Haven't heard much about Dana White, little, little slap situation. Right. Uh, haven't heard too much about him recently. So that right there tells me that maybe Vince wants to come back to sell to somebody that would maybe keep him on
1: in an executive role. I think that Vince basically, right, what he's he's doing here, and first off, I love how you said Vince is the majority shareholder and that he gets to make these calls, right? Like, that's just the other part of America here, right? Like, I'm sorry to a lot of wrestling Twitter, which I try to offend on a daily basis anyway by always (laughs) trashing AEW on this show. But to just think that because Vince McMahon's a bad dude, Like he gets forced out and he doesn't get a, you know, decide the the fate of it. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Okay. The stock and money in the bank is how these things work. Vince has the stock, has all the power, just proved to us all once again. But I think what Vince also did here, Jim, and I love that you just brought up the Dana White scenario where it's bought, goes back private, and he's in charge. That to me seems to be Vince's only play here. He basically walked back in and announced himself as an asset, right? I yeah. am professional wrestling. Yes, I have run this company for all these years. I made it what it is. I'm here for you. Does the WWE exist without somebody like Triple H or Vince McMahon, right? Who's been associated with that world? Can somebody like Comcast Universal buy it, clean house, and wrestling is the same as we know it, Jim? I don't know. I think that's a tough sell. Well, I, it wouldn't be cleaning house.
0: They'd have to. They'd have to have people do. The job that have done it before, been involved somewhat before Uh, you've seen where Tony Khan has brought in a lot of people who know the business, even, you know, Jim Ross, for example, who's been in the business forever. Uh, He's a commentator. Yes, but he's also got the knowledge. So I think they would bring people in. They may keep people on. They may may keep Paul Beck on to do that job. But I just this has got to be a whirlwind for everyone involved in WWE because last week everything was fine. Everything was going pretty well, you know, from the, uh, the podcast I listened to, obviously I would listen to a lot of Meltzer and Brian Alvarez on the wrestling observer. Uh, and they have contacts. I don't, but they said that the work life was great. They enjoyed people enjoyed coming to work and now still the same, you know, Vince isn't back. He's not a TV or anything like that, but I, I don't know, dude, what,
1: what's going through the minds of all these people that just came back. You know, that's definitely uh, I will uh, I'll do I'll do a couple quick name drops here, too. I'll shout out uh, Kaz and uh, Shoemaker over in uh, Rosenberg over on the Ringer world. Those are the guys that I've been uh, keeping abreast with. And they have uh, they've leaned more into the question you just asked me. Right. And if you're somebody that came back to do business with the company specifically because Vince McMahon wasn't around anymore, how are you feeling right now? If you're somebody that Vince McMahon personally didn't think you could wrestle vis-a-vis LA Knight who wasn't even supposed to be LA Knight according to Vince McMahon right he's supposed to be Max Dupree a male model manager right you got to be sweating it out a little bit here and then you're told in a statement that hey guys status quo Steph uh, Hunter. Well, I guess they don't call him Hunter. They probably call him Paul. Steph, Paul, and Nick. Everything's fine. And then days yep. after that, Stephanie quits. You got to think to yourself, okay, clearly I'm being fed a line of Vince McMahon, a number one grade bullshit, which a whole lot of people think all Vince is capable of shoveling out anyway.
0: Yeah. I cannot put into words how proud I am to have helped lead what I consider to be the greatest company in the world. And I'm confident WWE is a perfect position to continue continue to provide unparalleled creative content and drive maximum value for shareholders. Everything they've said is driving maximum value for shareholders, which means, of course, they're going to try to sell –
1: I, this this could this could be... Um, Here's could the million-dollar be... question, Jimmy. Yeah. Does Vince McMahon want to sell this company if the allegations and his leave of absence stepping away from the company that clearly wasn't voluntary doesn't happen? Are we still here if that doesn't happen? There has... And again, this is from
0: reporting from Wrestling Observer, things like that. They'd always sell for a price. If someone comes and says, hey, we'll give you $10 billion for the WWE, they would sell the WWE. Um, so yes, I think, I think it would always be in, in the realm of possibility for that. Uh, but one thing that we know about Vince McMahon, he loves a fight and he got taken away from his company, Rod. He was ousted. If he owns 49.9% of the WWE, we're not talking about this right now, but he doesn't, he owns the majority and he's going to come back with a fire like you've never seen before, I think. And it's, uh. I, I uh, dude i don't know
1: <laughs> do you watch some, do you watch succession jimmy i mean like do you watch succession or are you just kind of thinking that like vince mcmahon is just walking in like logan roy right like he's like he's gonna walk in sometime here in a couple of weeks doing the vince mcmahon walk and it's not gonna be kayfabe it's not gonna be character it's not gonna be anything it's gonna be that's really how he feels rolling back in like ah you sons of bitches this guy wanted me out of here and this chick wanted me out of here and i'm back I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to make all the money. Screw all of you. I'm really nervous that we're probably going to see that. Because like you mentioned, business Almost was good. as we WWE
0: have- champion, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania again. Yeah.
1: I, yes, Rod. Yep. Yes. Yep. Well, I mean, he's yeah. going to be. Here's the thing, right? I It hit me today in the car, Jimmy. And it hit me in the. this. It's going to take me a second to get there. But you're going to be proud of me. So give me a little okay. leeway here, right? All right. I'm thinking about the Dexter Loomis chad gable match that happened a couple of weeks ago right we spent all this time making dexter loomis a thing i was buying it his little vignettes were fun right then we have to get to the business of hey we are a wrestling company where someone's going to have to walk down to the ring with a package playing behind them and they're going to have to fight someone in the ring and people in the crowd are going to have to care about it and no one gave zero f's about dexter loomis fighting chad gable whatsoever there wasn't booze There wasn't cheers. There wasn't jeers. There wasn't chance for anybody else. There was dead silence in that arena. And what I think we're seeing play out here, Jimmy is triple H and all of wrestling. Twitter absolutely loves the storytelling and the ins and outs in the way that it should be. But that doesn't necessarily work with the live audience and pops and crowds and all Vince McMahon has ever tried to make the WWE be. And so I think he sees a little bit of blood in the water. With Triple H floundering a little bit on his creative, he sees that they have this huge gate being sold for WrestleMania, the biggest ever. The Rock's going to be back. John Cena's going to be back. People are even floating you that Stone Cold Steve Austin is working on Twitter. He may show up, and Vince is supposed to just sit on the sidelines? Absolutely not. I think this is a case of WWE got great without Vince. Vince got pissed. Saw a sign of floundering as we were scrambling around with some storylines and some guys weren't popping in arenas. And Vince said, I know what to do. I'm coming back to fix it. It's not even floundering. It's timing
0: as everything. This is the longest stretch we've had in years between WWE pay-per-views or premium live events or anything where nothing was scheduled big. So you have all these shows that need to build up to really nothing yet. The Rumble's still three weeks away as we talk right now. So what better time to come back when the Rumble comes, when it's the start of Rumble season and everything's exciting, who's going to win it? And then after that, you've got, I don't know if they're going to do Elimination Chamber. I can't remember because uh, I know they've ch- changed some things around. hope not. Elimination
1: well, they Chamber won't because just... they did it for
0: Survivor Series. Uh, yeah. But anyway. They'll have the pay-per-view in February and then March and then April's WrestleMania season with this biggest event ever and this biggest stadium. That stadium, by the way, is disgusting. Looking yeah. at that stadium yesterday, uh, and we're we're recording this the day after the national championship uh, debacle that Which was bless
1: you if you stayed with any of
0: that game. Uh I, I, I went out at like uh my, my guess was it was gonna be thirty eight to three uh before the game started. I was off, admittedly. About half an each. That's fine. A little bit, a little uh, bit. That stadium is amazing, though. Just yeah. seeing it because it's really the first time I've you know I haven't really watched a minute. That much video screen Chargers. lines
1: the whole thing. You can imagine yeah. what WWE is
0: going to be able to do with that. So this is timing, and he's smart, and business is about to pick up. Jr. Yes, it is, and I just think that I he's a smart guy, and this is what he's going to do. And he thinks everything is blown over, but yet we still have some things that haven't even come out yet. Yeah.
1: So. I heard the best explanation, by the way. I heard the best explanation, by the way, for any of these, uh, for any of these uh, people out there who still don't have a full grasp on the Vince McMahon why he was in trouble, right? And I'm not going to do it by salacious details here, Jimmy. But what I'm going to say is, you will hear people make the argument of Vince paid out of his own money. That's true, but why it has to be reported to the SEC is because Vince paying out of his own money, it was then fiduciary beneficial to the WWE as a corporation. That's why he is in trouble, and that has still not been fully adjudicated, and Vince can try to wish that away all he wants in the public eye, but if somebody wants to bring that to a course or to a case in a courtroom, that can still absolutely happen. Yeah, I, if you're Triple H, if you're Johnny
0: Gargano right now, you know,
1: L.A. Your boy, Knight, Gargano like hurt, said, by the way, too.
0: Yeah, I know. That kind of sucks. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people are, aren't are doing very well. Had a long Raw last night with a 50-minute main event, um, but we do have the hardened criminal Dominic Mysterio to, uh, to cheer for, Rod. I know you're ex- excited about that.
1: Even the vanimal did not buy that in the least. He looked at me and he was like, he went to prison. And I was like, no, man, <laughs> he went he went to jail. It's it's a whole thing. It's really funny. I'm sorry. I think that's it is scary. kind of funny though. Again, Dominic works in this in this way and only this way. So let's chat really uh let's let's chat about a couple things here. Um a
0: little news, little newsy. Get a little newsy a little, here, Jim. We had a lot of news. Um Rod, tell me how hot you are on Uncle Howdy oh god
1: here all right i understand that this is a thing right and that we need is storylines i mean it, it's clearly a thing they're putting it on all the different shows they're giving it a lot of production yeah. value you know what i mean yeah. certain folks seem to be excited for it it is definitely not my bag jimmy what i'm trying to do in 2023 right we all make resolutions i'm not a big resolution guy but i'm a big try to improve as you go on in life. So as the calendar turns to another year, that's another good opportunity for you to think about improving something yourself. So what I need to understand is just because I don't personally buy something doesn't mean it isn't worth my time to think about discuss chop up here on the podcast. We're aiming to try to get more of a reach here in 2023 with our rest show. So I get that while the, I just want to see the world burn. I'm a little bit crazy. I'm a little (laughs) bit off. Why that's not my thing. I'm still willing to try to give them a chance, but I think they're even failing with guys like you that are in on it. Am I wrong about that?
0: Going back to the Alexa Bliss thing is weird, dude. It really is. After everything that we've done now, I know Bray isn't ready to come back yet. He had a match uh, a couple weeks ago at a house show. Um, But the storyline itself, what was bad about it is all of the mystical things going on the crazy changes that go Alexa Bliss went through and it's not really working bringing Uncle Howdy in uh, which is completely Bo Dallas uh, you can tell it's Bo Dallas uh, I don't see where it's going I really don't now if you want to turn Alexa uh, Alexa Bliss heel that's fine well, that's but clearly like where we're going, right? Going.
1: We're going to put together Bo and, and then Bray are going to be together, right? It's going to be their whole devious plan that they were actually together the whole time. And then they're probably going to suck L.A. Knight in there, right? Because you told me that was the other thing that usually happens. Guys that tussle with them then sometimes end up being a cult member. And then we got Alexa and they got a whole four-person faction right there, right? That's not that's not where we're headed. So let's talk about long-term storytelling like you did with the Dexter
0: Loomis and uh, Chad Gable. I didn't mean to run run over that, but I thought that that was a, a good point when – You try a story and it doesn't work. L.A. Knight's working. I think he is too. It's going to work. He's going to get over big time, but you need to develop, and that's something that we haven't let happen in a while, where you just let something naturally occur, uh, and someone get over on his own, uh, on everything that he can do. Now, putting him in this match with Bray Wyatt scares the hell out of me, because what are they actually going to do? It's a pitch black match. So that to me means it's going to be
1: not glow in sticks. the arena. There's going to be a lot of glow sticks laying around, right?
0: Lanterns? I like it. A little lantern? Well, it could be lanterns. But, you know, big doors with light, white light coming out right. of it. Right, a lot of those. You know, is this going to be a live match? Is this going to be a pre-tape?
1: I think it's nah, going to be a pre-tape. this has got to be like a boneyard match, right? This has got to be I like think a boneyard so. match. But then that doesn't do anything for no. the, the live lights. They're way you out of place against every other match that's going to happen at the Rumble.
0: Can you imagine that crowd of 60,000 people? Just sitting there watching TV for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I don't think it works, and that scares me because La Knight is starting the yeah, yeah. I mean that that works, dude. It's worked before, and the other things he's done.
1: Listen, the simplest things get over with wrestling crowds, and I just love them for it. Right, like Seth Rollins' song is completely over right now because all you got to yep. do is just oh oh oh. You know what I mean? You just got to do that. Yep. So the simplest things get over. I'm with you. If you have charisma. It will sooner or later be soaked up, right? We talk about people so often on the show in a negative light, right? But, Jimmy, you and I, when we tend to talk about someone in a negative light, it's just because we don't see the charisma, right? The reason you and I have a problem with Ronda Rousey is not because we think she's a terrible person. She might be. We don't know her. Not because (laughs) we don't think she has. Not because we don't because she's she's... Satan. Probably is. Probably Not that we don't think she has a good resume, because she clearly does. She's a famous (laughs) person who had Q rating and has a UFC (laughs) background, right? She just doesn't have the charisma. She can't deliver the lines. She doesn't seem to be able to work great matches consistently. These are the things we give her problems with. Other people, it's charisma. LA Knight clearly has charisma. It will get over sometime. I'm with you. But it's going to be weird if we have like a boneyard match right smack dab in the middle of the Royal Rumble. It's also going to be weird frankly, Jim, if they do it live like in the boiler room cuz then everybody in the in the crowd's going to have to be sitting around watching it on a monitor anyway. So yeah. I frankly I don't know how they get around. Everybody's going to have to be sitting around watching it cuz I I don't know how you frankly have a match in the ring and then turn all the lights out. I don't know how that's going to work.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, sometimes they'll just have like the spotlights on, but I I do or the blue lights.
1: Be... Everybody loves those blue lights. Oh, Jimmy. We, 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 we never hear about those on, on? Twitter. Yes.
0: Yeah. We, we love the blue lights there. Uh, one match that we do, I want to, I want to hit on again because Kevin Owens is a rock star. He's being, he's been fantastic this whole time. Uh, he made me care a little bit about a Baron Corbin match, your boy. I know. Um, Wow, But I love what he did. Wait a minute. Can you
1: clip that? Will you write down what you just said that for a second and clip that for our next promo, please? I
0: should care that. And then that'll be an episode where Jimmy just says that over and over and over. (laughs) Uh, But Kevin Owens is awesome. He and Reigns are going to have a terrific match as long as they don't go back to the old formula of everyone and their mother has to interfere for Reigns to win. I think Reigns, Reigns, this has to be a a battle and Reigns needs to win clean uh, in this match, I think
1: really you want to see ko go down on his back huh you don't want to see a uh, a repeat of last year's royal rumble where roman didn't have a schmaz from all of the boys but he just would not give up the uh what's the name the guillotine he wouldn't give up the guillotine and they had to they had to disqualify him in the seth rollins match
0: yeah starting the epic run for seth rollins in 2022 was, that gave him one of our wrestlers of the year on the, no yeah, this we is know what he's... i want to see On the yeah, we know, yeah, Yeah, we know, a
1: couple episodes. You can find it if you didn't listen for some reason and bless you. Yeah, we know, pod. If
0: you have any questions, um, here's the thing this is what I want to see. I want to see Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens have an amazing match, and all of a sudden, if you smell, comes over, Roman Reigns is distracted, kick, wham, stunner. We have a new champion, Kevin Owens is your champion. Sami Zayn wins the Royal Rumble. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens for the world title at WrestleMania. Rockin' Reigns uh, for uh, just the head of the table status. Guess what I'm not going to see? That. That, Why? Because I'm the only person in America that wants to see that besides probably uh, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, Get out the
1: poutine though, Jimmy. Get out the poutine and the maple syrup. You'd be huge up there in our neighbors to the north if if that was. There's probably some people, podcast listeners up there that want to see that match.
0: But I also think a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn against the Usos would be pretty cool as well. But I, I tell you, uh, I think the Owens and Reigns match is going to steal uh, a lot of the show. I really do.
1: Um, well, the Rollins Reigns match did it last year at Royal Rumble. It really was a good match. Rollins came out in the Shield get up, right? Came out from the, came out through the crowd, brought back the, and Reigns was doing the whole looking around, right? And Rollins was in his head the whole time. So I'm with you. Listen, KO's the best, right? I mean, we have yeah. a. Let's just let's just call it what it is here, Jimmy. We have a slightly dumpy guy who's rolling out there with the military crew cut, essentially, right? A T-shirt that's basically done up with duct tape that has his initials. And on the back, it just says, just keep fighting. And this dude is incredibly over right now. I just want to caution you, though, Jim. I don't know that we're going to see the Sammy bloodline thing. Come to its fruition before WrestleMania. I really don't. I think at this point we're gonna we're gonna keep milking this thing out because we got to understand what did we talk about at the top of this show. We have to start factoring in the Vince factor at this. And what is Vince if not anything but beating a dead horse? If he's gonna come back <laughs> to a WWE where Sami Zayn and the Bloodline are dominating like this, he's what gonna the hell's going on. All it's worth. Yeah, he's just gonna have to milk it for all it's worth.
0: Yeah. He did give Sammy the
1: Knoxville match, so clearly he has a little bit of affection for him.
0: it's interesting because do you want the turn at WrestleMania or do you want the culmination of the turn at WrestleMania? Because mm. Sammy Zayn
1: could turn on at WrestleMania. See, I he don't could think cost he somebody, somebody something. I don't think you want either. Let's have the turn be after WrestleMania. Let's just let's just okay. lead right into let's just lead right into a clean WrestleMania story and then the turn is our after WrestleMania story. That's, so that's Sammy Zayn. T- is, okay. Sami
0: Zayn wins Money
1: in the Bank. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Like w- what then, we talked about last year, we thought might come out of nowhere. Yeah, but then then Reigns isn't going to be champion after
0: Mania. Maybe he will be.
1: Yeah, if, wouldn't it's he Rock, be?
0: if it's Rocky, he should be. If it's yeah, Cody Rhodes,
1: we're... he shouldn't be. But see? Okay, Jimmy. So where do the video packages that we're spending an inordinate amount of time on both shows right now? Where, where, so clearly he's coming back in the Rumble, no? he should. He's coming back. He's going to be number one.
0: He will be number one and he will be in the, in the final. I think he's going to win it, uh, but he will be in the final five. No question. Yeah. It'll no be like
1: him. It'll be like him McIntyre, right? Like Seamus, yeah, maybe yeah. Seamus has maybe earned that spot to be there. Maybe Butch, even a good, right? Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rollins. Right.
0: Cause Rollins Shane, doesn't have anything else going on. Shane McMahon. Uh, he'll be back in, oh, in the rumble. Incredible.
1: Money, 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 money.
0: Oh God. A lot of things, a lot of things could happen. But listen, I think I think your girl Rhea Ripley, after a great showing with Candice LeRae, I mean Candice, Candice, you're good and all, but I I love that they just squashed her with Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got to be up there with somebody who's gonna who could win the Rumble for sure,
1: dude. Ria, like Rhea Ripley, is absolutely on fire right now, right? And the thing that I think I'm partial to Rhea Ripley for is like I sort of came around at just her appearance right she had just taken the belt from charlotte she hadn't been up on the wwe roster for very long and so i saw her there i saw her come down she was wallowing around what was she doing she's tag teaming with nikki ash you know there's a whole bunch of weirdness going on she gets drafted in this judgment day thing and the heat and charisma that she puts off as a female heel right now just forget female here just as a heel of anybody in the wwe is just it's it's amazing stuff and her Physical prowess in the ring, pound for pound, she's as good as anybody. Physically, right? I don't know how her moveset compares with the guy like your boy Gargano or a Chad Gable or a Dolph Ziggler, but physically, pound for pound, she's as good as anybody. Nobody compares with Gargano. Nobody. So
0: we've got a lot, lot to look forward to SmackDown. What do you think about this Gunther um, uh,
1: program? What do you think about – I'd like to see uh, the monster he... win. Really? I would. I'd like to see the monster win. I'm with, I'm with Chris a little bit here, and I know that's dangerous when you start saying that you're going to agree with the old man Chris's takes. I know that that's dangerous, but he's kind of right. We got this big, hey, Braun Strowman's back, and he could still get a good pop, and he looks absolutely chiseled out of a mountain. Like, sure. let's do something with that, right? Like, We could go back and forth with those guys a little bit to build them up as the big battle at WrestleMania. So, you know, let's do that because we don't, I mean, we don't know who Brock, in case of emergency, is going to wrestle yet. So let's keep working other programs and then we'll just bring Brock in wherever we need to.
0: That's another thing. A great time to sell your company is when you have the biggest event ever and you're bringing all these names back in. Uh, But then again, it's kind of short sighted because you're bringing all these names in and they're not wrestling the other 364 days of the year
1: mm-hmm. you know? like the stone cold pop at wrestlemania last year was the pop of the year right but the only reason that was the pop of the year is because so much nostalgia and history was built into stone cold it had nothing to do with a storyline you were telling at that moment
0: well and, and let's take that for example who was involved stone cold steve austin where's he not on the show vince mcmahon where's he he's gone oh he's bad well you know it's vince pat mcafee Ooh, he's good doing- question there
1: are we seeing him this friday
0: uh, I don't think I don't know if we'll see him this Friday. We'll see him in the Rumble. He'll be in the Rumble. I would to be would back assume. for the Rumble. I think he'll be in the Rumble. Oh, that'll be um, his
1: reappearance. We won't hear him on the microphone until he shows back up in the Rumble. I think so. I okay. think so. That makes
0: sense. Well, he, we uh, know then, he's coming
1: back. There hasn't he hasn't decided he's haven't got a big head and now he's just he, he's got to just do the ESPN thing and be a serious college football guy.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. That's not any that's I have no idea. But
1: what do you mean? You live near where he lives. Come on, you don't have the inside skinny?
0: We are we are in the same city, kind of. I um, believe me. I don't know. I don't live anywhere near where he lives. Come on, Jim. I'm not allowed. I'm trying to talk I'm you up here.
1: There. The the palatial Jamriska estate is 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 just a couple blocks from the palatial McAfee estate. Come on.
0: It you know our our uh, our hot tubs kind of are next to each other. I pick something. And that's just
1: because yours is one of the biggest on record. That's that's not even fair Thank to his you. hot tub. Where'd we go with
0: that anyway? Uh, and then theory and theory is just doing theory stuff right now us title i understand lashley rollins things like that so really what do we get out of that
1: we got theory right we got theory we have we, we have more we got more resume building for him right listen yeah my guy yeah. my guy jeremy at work right i got a guy now at work yep. who's realizing yep. that we're and shout out to jeremy if he's listening to this very podcast love jeremy thank you jeremy for listening tell your friends he comes up and uh, he asked me about wrestling quite often, and he's always he's always asking me about, what's the deal with Austin Theory? I don't like him, and I always remind him, Jimmy, this comes from you. You're not supposed to like Austin Theory, right? That's, no. He's doing his job. You're not supposed to be like, man, you know who I really hope comes down to the ring and looks good tonight? Austin Theory. That's not what you're supposed to do. I think he's doing his job very, very well right now. I think he seems credible when he stands in the ring with Seth Rollins, and that's another thing that you've taught me, Jimmy. The guy is doing what he's supposed to be doing, in my opinion. I am yeah. in the Austin Theory Appreciation Society, the A T A P. Let's get that started right now. A T A P. Hashtag A T A P.
0: Uh also, you know, I can't I, I have to be consistent here. Uh if I'm gonna give LA night time, I gotta give Austin Theory time as well.
1: But you're also but in in your defense, you're not really giving LA night time here. You're just remembering the LA night from your NXT days and how great he was in NXT. Because I don't feel like you ever even bought Austin Theory as an NXT competitor, did you? Well, the thing is, Rod, he
0: really wasn't anything major in NXT. I mean, uh, yeah, he they, they had some things going on, but it wasn't anything like, oh, you're you're going to see NXT for Austin Theory. They kind of brought him up just randomly, really.
1: Wow. Ah, okay. See, so there you go. That's what I mean because I saw some. I've seen some NXT stuff, right? Like the the one war games from NXT that I reference on here all the time. But LA Knight was clearly a big deal in that. You know what I mean? So he definitely yeah. had some time where he was a big deal down NXT. Listen, I love it. You know me, a guy like LA Knight. The character he's playing, it's, I'm, I'm putty in their hands, right? You come down a ring and you pull that off, a little charismatic sort of dickhead, like that's my guy. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, I'm here for it. That's why I love Charlotte Flair. <laughs> that's,
0: that's gimmick infringement. There, yeah, exactly. So, all right, Rod. Oh, wait, well, wait, hey, wait. It, that speaks. Yeah. I want
1: to let's get that oh, out yeah. of the pot here real quick. Yes. we still got a couple minutes. the uh, yeah. The Memphis crowd. I loved the Memphis crowd, and when Charlotte okay. came out to bask in all her glory, get her first moment as champion. That crowd was pissed that Sonya Deville came out. And then when they chant, they started the <laughs> Wolf That Trick chant, that was absolutely incredible. If anybody from Memphis is listening, let us know through one of our channels and shout out to you. That was a great moment on SmackDown. You love everything
0: that is Charlotte Flair. And I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with the belts
1: uh, at Mania. Uh- so Mrs. Morgan, you know, is with you. She, unbeknownst to you, Jimmy said, "You know what I want to see? I want to see Charlotte and Bianca fight." And I was like, "Well, you and Jimmy are on the same wavelength." He thinks that they're going to maybe unify him at Mania as well. What are we doing with Becky? Becky needs to get in there somewhere, don't they? Clearly, that, Becky she? and Bailey are going to fight, right? They're going to have some sort of crazy match between those two. That's clearly what they're building up to. I right? would love that because I really want to
0: see Bailey have another just amazing match. I really, yeah. really want to see her have an amazing match
1: because uh, she's earned it. Mia Yim can't work. That was a terrible match. Terrible match, Jimmy. But was it Mee Chin or Mia Yim? Which one was wrestling? Oh, I no, Mee Chin. That's right. Mee Chin. Excuse me. But isn't that the same thing? Isn't Mee Chin, yes, it's Mee-A-Yim?
0: 100% the same thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. See, you almost they, got me on they,
0: that. They, and then I was like, wait they a minute. go back and forth. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I really want to see them have a good match. And I think that would be that'd be a good opener. Uh, a Bailey-Becky Lynch mania opener. Yeah. Just go out there and get the crowd all hot and, and rocking i think that's have them
1: open whatever day that the women aren't main eventing right you can kind of flip-flop them that way a little bit right they can be the big opener on the day that the women aren't going to main event it so yeah listen i becky lynch i say this so often right there's people in my opinion and you've talked about this as well right there's some people that are just big deals and they don't necessarily have to have a belt i mean becky lynch just goat status right like becky lynch just back as the man like she's just over whatever we have her do is fine and bailey her ability to work a crowd is 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 uh, is second to none. So I trust in those guys getting some sort of a feud that we care about no matter what happens to be the stakes. I do love me some Bailey. Uh, speaking about loving things, uh,
0: let's talk about Balls and Brew. Coming up this week, we have the NFL playoffs an hour. Okay. Oh, dude, dude, dude. I'm going to talk about this Colts-Texans game. That was absolutely nuts. Jackson and I, my son and I, were at the game. Ooh. He gets, he gets a little nervous right before the game ends because of all the, like, massive humanity leaving still, which I think, you know, it's he's nine. He's fine. So we actually were leaving a little early. I'm like, you know what's going to happen. They're going to throw a, a, a touchdown pass, go for two and get it. You understand that, right? So we're walking out of the stadium watching it on our phone going, I can't believe, oh, well, well, we'll talk about it more, but we're going to talk about that. Um, our Jacksonville Jaguars, Rod, we were on it from day one. And this is actually something we, we were on them from day one. This isn't joking. Um, yeah, we were on the Jags in, so it'll be a good balls and brew podcast. Anything coming up on The Morgan You Know? We have another podcast called The Morgan You Know as well.
1: We do. I uh, I was trying to get the Mrs. Morgan You Know to join me on a possible television project, but we weren't able to sneak that one in on the schedule. She's now going to be taken off for a little weekend jaunt, so that one maybe you have to put on the back burner. So at the moment, Jimmy... I am searching for a pop culture idea. If anyone out there has something they think we should tackle pop culture wise on the Morgan, you know, podcast, hit us up at the Morgan, you know, on uh, that's what I believe our Twitter handle is. And I think we even have an uh, Instagram handle out there and we do have a Facebook page, right? Let us know. You got an idea. Yep. You want to hear a top 10 list out of us. You want to see another draft out of us. You want to see us do another one of our, uh, projects where we take a movie and we kind of recast it and say what they did wrong we could do another one of those any one of those are out there and available but uh as of right now jim we don't know i don't know i I put so much work into the festivus episode and thought that maybe we were going to do a tv project that i I don't have an idea right now i don't have anything for you jim are you disappointed in me uh we've got a lot going on we we're we're at episode
0: 97 of balls and brew that would be our third hundred episode podcast can you believe that that's right. And
1: you know, and I'm excited for our playoff push. I think Williams has yep. been strong this year. I think for yeah. tuning in to hear that. And then Jim, when football wraps up, we still have plenty of great basketball content. That's where I believe I do my shining the most Jim is when you are driving and you allow me to just be a take artist and not have to keep the rig on the road. That's when I get to shine the most, Jimmy. So thank you for allowing me to just be a take artist on this and our basketball program. And with that, you've been listening to the Yeah, We Know podcast, part of the More You Knows podcast network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. And I just want everybody out there to know that as hard as it might have been for you to listen to me talk about Austin Theory actually doing a good job, just know it was even harder for me to say that because he beat my guy, Seth Rollins, right? I'm not rational when it comes to what happens to my guy, Seth Rollins. So anybody that beats him is on my bad side. But even I have to give Austin Theory his props. That's, that's, that's how good he is. Me, who it makes physically sick to think about him beating my guy, still has to give him props. Go to go to sleep tonight thinking about that one.